Welcome to Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And Tyler, it's it's that time of year. It's baby. that time, baby. It's full it extravaganza. Full extravaganza. Oh, so much fun. Tyler, we have over 25 bowls to preview. Over um, 25. Over 25. I know there have been a lot of bowls that have been cut down because of COVID-19. A lot of teams have opted out of bowl games, thus limiting some games. But Tyler. Don't you worry. Tons of bowl games. Our first bowl game, we're going to go in chronological order. First bowl game is actually today. When you'll be listening to this. You'll be listening to this. It is uploaded on Monday. Come at you fast. Come at you fast. Life life comes at you. Bowl games come at you fast. (laughs) First game's at 2.30 on ESPN today. And the last game is all the way in the national championship. Monday, January January 11th. I'm sorry. That's when the natty is. Tyler, uh... We are actually participating, as we do every year, in the Sideline Judgment ESPN Pick'em Challenge. We have opened up a group that you can go ahead and join. The link is on our Twitter account, at SJ underscore podcast. Uh, you can go ahead and find it there. Click on the link. Create your account if you don't have one. Create your entry. We recommend some cool creative names. Mine this year is Two a Time for my Dolphins fandom. Uh, Tyler, do you have one? Uh, yes, mine. Mine this year is Tanking Works because it does, and I have taken because it over, does. I've taken over the mantle of the Tanking Works name from Sergio. Yes, um, I had that as mine last year because I was hoping for Tua, and I got it. Yeah. So and we're I'm taking it because I'm hoping for Trevor, and it looks like I might get it. Like it looks like you might get it, Tyler. So that is where you can find it. Is the ESPN Pickums? Go on there. Uh, my girlfriend Alexa has actually won this for the past two years. So I'm really hoping it's so ridiculous. Like, um, you know, you know how much college love her. I really love her, but like, yeah, you know how much college football she watches? Not much. Whatever games that I make her sit through. That's it. That's okay. All right. And it's, and she's on her phone the whole time. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. Unless it's a UCF game. She's really into UCF. Obviously. It's just give her that. What's really things like, you got to remember that bowl games are stupid. And <laughs> no one ever picks bowl games fully correctly. And like, no. it's one of those things where her not having knowledge of the rest of the season to actually might make her better at this because <laughs> we try to read into these things. And sometimes you yeah. just, yeah. I bring, I always bring up this example where my stepdad, Raul, he tells a story that once upon a time, I don't know which world cup it was. They had like a world cup pool in Peru and his family. And he said that all of the women who didn't watch soccer ended up having the most successful one. Because while all the guys were like analyzing formations and players, the women were like, oh, Argentina has a blue, a lovely blue and white uniform. Let's just go with that. And, and it's now, 50%. Again, you got like... it's, it, it, Honestly, it is what it is. And granted, obviously, this, I'm not talking about women different than men. No, absolutely this not. This is more people that didn't care and people that exactly. did. Like... Exactly. This was just Peru in the 80s and 90s. And so we're talking about that a different time all right yeah definitely. Uh, let's move ahead and move forward with that again you can find that link on our twitter account at sj underscore podcast it is also in the show notes right here i will be putting it in these show notes so just go ahead and Sergio's click on that pointing downwards because the show notes will be below the podcast you yeah. can't see it obviously but he's been doing that like all you gotta do is swipe up on that apple podcast player or you gotta click more info the three little dots on spotify you can find that link have fun with it tyler let's just go ahead and get started the first bowl game Today, Monday, December 21st, 2.30 Eastern on ESPN, it is the inaugural Myrtle Beach Bowl taking place in Myrtle Beach, actually in Conway, South Carolina, Brooks Stadium, which is where the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers play football. It is App State going up against North Texas. Uh, we're going to alternate, and you will go first, Tyler, because actually, do you want to go first or second because you won the picks competition this season? 
Hmm, I'll go, f- I'll go, f- uh, I'll go second. So wait, awesome. yeah, I'll so, go second here. So I will go first on this one. Okay. It's going to be real simple. I'm going to go with the App State Mountaineers. I'm going to agree with you because I'm going with App State. Like, yeah, again, preference, preface for this bowl season. Uh, there were no eligibility requirements. Literally, if you wanted to play a bowl and the bowl wanted you, you could do it. Like, yeah, exactly. And as someone who watches Conference USA, North Texas wasn't very good this year. Yeah, um, So I'm very confident in this App State pick. Yeah. We both got them. Let's push it forward. Uh, December 22nd. 3.30 Eastern on ESPN, we have in the famous Idaho Potatoes oh, Bowl yeah. in Boise, Idaho, on the blue field of Boise State, the best uniforms in college football, the two-lane green wave going up against Nevada. Yeah. Tyler, you go first. Who do you have? You know, usually I, I, I go with two-lane in these kind of situations. This is my, you know, mm-hmm. those are my boys, but like, and I love their offense. I, I do. I think I'm gonna go. In, I'm gonna go Nevada in this situation because okay. it's in Boise, Idaho, and that's way uh, more a closer trip for them. Nevada right. is a good team. Janerville is a good coach. I think that they're gonna. I just think with motivation to be there, being not as not having to have traveled this far, I think that's gonna give them the edge. I I'm gonna agree with you. I'm going to take Nevada Ooh, for right. similar reasons. I also saw Nevada play San Jose State, and it was a tough matchup. And I'm very high on San Jose State. Tulane. Again, best uniforms in college football, Absolutely. but the, the distance with COVID, it's the it's a Tuesday at 3.30, which means it's a Tuesday at 12.30 local time. Uh, it's going to be tough. And I, Tulane has the Nevada. same amount of wins as Nevada, but they've got three more losses. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because that's the type of year this is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with Nevada as well. Tyler, second game of the day. The first really good bowl This game. is the first big one. This is the big yes. one. First big bowl game, it is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl taking place. <laughs> That's another thing about bowl season, ladies and gentlemen. The names, the sponsors and names of these bowls. What? And I am making an effort to the say Boca the Raton name. Bowl gets a different one every single time. It was the Cherry Bundy, which I don't even know what Cherry Bundy is. It's like, at I, one point. It's like ice cream or something. Like Is it ice cream? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Listeners. Tweet us at SJ underscore podcast. Just let us know. Let us know how wrong we are. It is RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl taking place at FAU Stadium in Boca. It's a 7 o'clock Eastern kickoff on ESPN. It is UCF taking on the 16th ranked BYU Cougars. It is Dylan Gabriel against Zach Wilson. It's offense against offense. It is a ratings dream for a Tuesday night December college football this game. This game is going to be good. Like I have the first pick. I am I'm struggling. Oh. I'm I am because not only do I have an emotional attachment to someone with an emotional attachment to UCF. Um I love how that's become my thing. Oh, I, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, um but I have a personal emotional attachment to quarterback Zach Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, I this really is a like big quarterback. This is a big quarterback duel for you. It is a big quarterback duel. There has been no word on him opting out yet. Hopefully that doesn't come it. through. I doubt, he will. I doubt it. Um, it's interesting. Uh, the the UCF defense has not been the best yeah. this season, but the offense has been clicking. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go with 
I'm going to go with the player that's looking to make a last impression on his draft stock, even though okay. he is a consensus top three quarterback prospect. It's a primetime game. There's going to be a lot of scouts. I think he is good under pressure. We do have the opposite of the Tulane-Nevada game going on here, where BYU does have to travel all the way across the country. UCF is just a three, four-hour, three-hour bus ride down. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm going to take BYU. Okay. But more specifically, I'm going to take Zach Wilson. I, I'm right. expecting him to have a day. He's a quarterback that I love. A bunch of my friends make fun of me for that. But I know for a fact that he's a fantastic quarterback. I'm sorry, Alexa. I love you. Um, I really do. But I'm going to have to go with BYU. This is really hard Wilson. for you, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Well, because I like UCF. And I have a great, great yeah. friend, Mac Lachine, went to UCF. He's a friend of mine. from. He's my friend who got engaged earlier this year. He... We text all the time about UCF. We texted on signing day about UCF quarterback commits. Like, we go back and forth. It's nice. great. And I I have an emotional attachment to an emotional ta- person with an emotional attachment, and I care about her, and, and I care yeah, about my friend I, Matt. I get it, man. But, I get it. But I'm out here thinking with my brain, and, and I really like Zach Wilson. And okay. so I'm going to go with BYU. I'm going to go with BYU. All right. So I, I'm up now. You are. I have a bit of a reputation. Um, Do you now? Do you now? I have a bit of a reputation. As a UCF hater, do you? I'm not. Of all the people that are UCF haters, I'm not really a UCF hater, but I'm the UCF hater on this pod. (laughs) You are. I'd also like to remind you that, according to my stepdad Raul, you are an FAU hater. (laughs) Even though I know I don't bow (laughs) at the altar of FAU. Okay, like (laughs) if that qualifies me as a hater, so be it. But anyway, I have a reputation (laughs) as a UCF hater. It's constantly picking against them in big games. But you know what? In the words of uh, Viggo Mortensen as Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. Not this day. It not is not this day. day. I'm taking the UCF Knights to, wow. to beat Zach Wilson's BBU. This game is going to be a shootout, but I think UCF's long speed and their deep ball is going to get them open against BYU. Something that BYU, in my opinion, has not really had to face in tons this season. Listen, this, this is a moment in sideline judgment history. This is a yeah. moment. Uh, full disclosure, I will be watching this game wearing a UCF sweatshirt and openly rooting for UCF, but I'm just picking what I think will happen. I will not be mad if this is a game that yeah. I lose. I will not. UCF, will not do not let me down. If you if UCF lets me down, I'm never picking them again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move forward to the next day, Tyler. I should probably I'm mention gonna... that both. I'm going to be with both my sisters on Tuesday night, and they both well, went to UCF. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> you have an emotional attachment to an emo- person yeah, with an emotional like, attachment They don't to get nearly as worked up about it as like Alexa does, but like mm-hmm. um, they care. And I, 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 I think UCF – I do actually think UCF, with their with their long balls and their and their deep ball, yeah. I think they, they, have, they have an advantage in this game. They have fantastic speed. I'd agree with you. All right, let's move to the 23rd. I am loving this trend of afternoon college football. Me too. Like, just beautiful. No noon games. No, no noon. noon games. Love to see it. Wednesday, December 23rd, 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. It is the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, and it is Louisiana Tech taking on Georgia Southern. Tyler, you have the first pick. Who I you got? I do. I'm not. I'm going to go with Georgia Southern. I'm going to go with a Me bit too. of a, with a fun option A attack. Triple um, option? Yeah. I'm going with triple option as well. Yeah. A bowl, Triple option teams in bowl games. Just a recipe always, for always. chaos. Yeah. Chaos will ensue. Um, all right, Tyler. The most important bowl game of the day. It's also the only other bowl game of the day. But that's besides the point. 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. 
in from Montgomery, Alabama. It is the Montgomery Bowl, and it is Memphis taking on FAU. I go first. Super easy pick. I'm going with FAU. Okay. What so, you gonna do, Tyler? What you gonna do, Tyler? I wanna so, know. I wanna know what you're gonna do. I, what you I, gonna do, Tyler? I, I really wish that you didn't pick first because I, I wanna oh? I wanna pick FAU. <laughs> Just pick them. No, I don't know though, cause like <laughs> Because you're an FAU hater. That's what it is. Sure, okay. You know what? Because you, your I, reputation I, precedes I, you. I, I am attempting redemption in one school. Two, men, two is too many. I'm going with Memphis. Just <laughs> to piss Raul off. Just to piss him off. So so let's let's quickly, because there's not much to talk about, but um, the law offices of Brady Hoke. I'm sorry. No, 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 the no, medical no, no. practice. It's, it's the medical practice of Brady White. Of the medical practice of Brady White, correct. How much of an impact is he going to have? Because... As someone who's watched a lot of FAU games this year, this FAU defense is good, dude. Is it good? This yeah. is a really good defense. Well, with this, like Brady, Memphis still has a very a great offensive line, good rushing attack. Early on, we I watched a lot more of Memphis in the season, and Brady uh-huh. White has developed a lot with his downfield passing. Yes. So I'm hoping that that and and the recruits and the players that Michael left there will continue to uh, go on in this. Uh, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a coin flip pick to me because I could see FAU winning this game easily. But mm-hmm. I'm really sure. I mean, Brady White's passed for over 3,000 yards, 20 touchdowns, and yeah. interceptions. Like, that's not nothing. No, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. In a shortened season as well. And you look at Memphis scores, or, 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 averages 31 points per game, FU 20. However, Memphis averages giving up 29 points per game, <laughs> and FAU averages giving up 16. So <laughs> it's just, it's, matchups are going to determine this, but. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the uh, the offense I trust a little bit more in what I've seen in Memphis. Listen, important to note on the FAU side, FAU's kind of gone with two quarterbacks this year. It's either been Tronti or Posey. Tronti's more of the throwing quarterback, uh, can really move the offense through the air. Posey's very much a running threat. Um, it is like the discount version of Trask and Emery in a sense, mm. um, but like both are good and and Posey can also throw the ball if he wants. So interested to see who Taggart decides to go with. Um, I prefer it to be Tronti just because I, I think the FAU offense was a bit more successful through the air. They've had a lot of drops, like wide receivers have had a drop problem. But other than that, uh, I'm going to go that for you. Great defense. Love it. Go Owls. All right. Nice. Moving on. Uh, Thursday, Christmas Eve, December 24th, or in our Hispanic households, just flat out Christmas. Yeah. Um, 3.30 Eastern on ESPN. From Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas, home of FC Dallas of MLS, uh, it is the New Mexico Bowl, and the teams included are it's Hawaii, the H Bowl, the H Bowl, yeah, the H-Bowl. Hawaii, Hawaii taking on Houston. Um, Tyler, you go first. Who I you go have? first in this one. Um, mm. This is a weird one. This is a weird one because I I feel what's well, also again you look at the record of these teams four and four versus three and four. Mm-hmm. However what do you take out of that? Like this year has been yeah. so weird. Like, uh, you know what for the pod? Cause we haven't talked a lot about him this year. Cause Cole McDonald and Nick aren't really there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, for the pod, for the brand, I'm taking Hawaii. I am with you. I, I think, I think we have to stand our rainbow warriors. Like yeah. you said, Emotional we have attachment. not, we have not mentioned them so as much this year. And that's not our fault, but also we're not going to forget who no, they are. We, we, we don't forget where we came from. We show love to our Rainbow Warriors. Yeah. It would be weird to watch this team play 
on Christmas Eve and me outwardly be cheering against them. I don't. It's gonna feel it's uncomfortable. weird. It'd be weird. Yeah, yeah. It's an emotional pick. Our Rainbow Warriors. Christmas Day, Tyler. There's a game on Christmas Day. That's a little surprising to me. That's a, li- a little bit surprising. It is the uh, Camellia Bowl from Montgomery, Alabama. It's a two thirty kickoff on ESPN. I will be landing in South Florida around that time. Uh, Christmas is typically a day that I reserve for basketball, but I will definitely be keeping an eye on this game because it should be a good game. You got Marshall taking on Buffalo. I have the first pick here. I have not liked what I've seen out of Marshall in this back half of the season, starting with the horrendous loss to Rice. Then they went out. Then they went out. They didn't end up playing a game because of COVID. Their team was clearly affected. They lost to UAB in the conference title game last week. Buffalo also lost their conference championship game to Ball State. But like we've said many times before, if you are a MAC team, you are also all of the other MAC teams because they are all the same. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Buffalo. Okay. Because I just think that Marshall coming off of the COVID stuff, they're really in bad form. I think Buffalo Buffalo played a good game against Ball State. They just kind of weren't able to. Yeah, come Marshall. Back in the, in yeah, the Marshall didn't play a good game and lost. Exactly. Buffalo played a good game and lost. Exactly. So gonna, uh, for that reason, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm also gonna take Buffalo. Awesome. Look at it. it's like we're it's like we're it's like, like we do you know, this. It's like, it's like, like we're we on the same wavelength. It's like we're best friends who understand each other. It's weird. Crazy. Um. <laughs> all right, Tyler. We're going into a big bull bull day. Big day. It's 26. Big day in college football. Big day for the Dolphins because we play the Raiders on primetime at 8:30 on NFL Network. It's not important. Uh, it with a playoff spot on the line. But for the sake of college football, it doesn't matter because the first matchup we have is a noon kickoff. It is the FBC Mortgage. <laughs> the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. I'm going to put a pin in that. So it's the Cure Bowl because the whole point is they're raising, aware- raising awareness to cure breast cancer and all of the like branding around this bowl game. It's pink. And, you know, I think maybe the players wear a pin or something and yeah. on the field. Why did they need to get a mortgage sponsor to get people put in front of the breast cancer awareness? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like so weird. It's like, hey, we want you to donate and sign up for like a relay for life for breast cancer. But while you're at it, refinance your mortgage. <laughs> what did I just every time they said these bowl names just change. And the the sponsors just change willy nilly and we all forget about it because it happens in the offseason and no one cares because no one's in the bowl game. Like Oh yeah, and then it happens around this, and I'm like, why? Why is the FBC Mortgage sponsoring the Cure Bowl? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I thought Cure, I like, thought Cure was the already the sponsor. Like, that's yeah. my thing. I thought it. Ugh, anyway, whatever. It's gonna be a good football game. It is being take. It's taking place at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. It's a noon kickoff on ESPN. It is Liberty against the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. This was a game that was supposed to happen in the regular oh, season. I forgot about that. This yes, was supposed to be a game is, day game. This is the game day game. This was the game that was going to be can that ended up being BYU canceled Coastal. because of Liberty's COVID concerns, and BYU came and played instead. So, uh, shoot, you go okay. first, Tyler. Who so you got? That is on the Saturday, December twenty sixth. Um, yes. This episode will be dropping Monday, December twenty first. That is five yes. whole days for Hugh Freeze to take a job. Um, big brain big brain big i mean brain. i'm taking coastal carolina because they're a better team like as am i uh they're a better team i also you know want liberty to lose uh but uh <laughs> and additionally they're on the race to 12 and 0 right like and liberty has been good but they've not been great and mm-hmm. additionally that's five days for someone to <laughs> fire a coach and Hugh freeze to take that job 
and leave. Five five days over under. Five days he stays. Uh, I would. I mean, I would, ahead, I, okay, actually, I would take the, the over. Now I'm thinking about it. He would probably leave after this game. He would he would take the is, job but leave after. If the game. you think that Hugh Freeze ain't entertaining and going on a lot of interviews, you are a fool. Um, don't yeah. There's not going to be much. Coastal. I'm taking coastal. I agree, and for the reason I don't think there's going to be much game planning on Hugh Freeze's no. part this week if he's on the phone wheeling and dealing with some jobs. Um, we agree on that one. Uh, the next game again, Tyler. We made fun of this bowl game because of the fantastic name it had, and now it just like went down. Just a sigh. Formerly known as the Bad Boy Mowers Gasparilla Bowl, it is now known as A plus naming. Uh, It is now known as the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. What is with these mortgage companies? What is what is with the mortgage? It's like the only companies that I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The bad boy the bad boy mowers Gasparilla Bowl was like the 2019 LSU team. The Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl is a 2020 LSU team. I love that. That's a great. That is the analogy. Great analogy. And, and because of that, the game takes place at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. It's a 12 o'clock kickoff on ABC, so it's competing your attention with the Coastal Carolina game. The teams participating, South Carolina and UAB. I go first. Yeah. Tyler, um, how much of this South Carolina team have you watched since Will Muschamp left? Some. More than I would have liked. But Why some. are you lying? Some is too much. Yeah. Some is too much. And you know why, Tyler? Because they're a bad football they're a bad team. Fo- they were bad when they had Will Muschamp, and now they've given up, which I don't blame them for. Like, I don't at all. Step in the right direction. Um, but this is definitely in a it gets worse before it gets better. I'm going to take UAB. I'm taking UAB as well. Taking UAB, Bill Clark. UAB is not – they just won a conference championship. They are not giving up on their season. They are going South to – South Carolina is just trying to get to the freaking offseason. They are, they are going to get to, out of here. Them, they are going to push the narrative of we have we beat an SEC team in a bowl game harder than anyone that I will have ever known. But I kind of love it, even though yeah, I mean, even though it's this horrible U.S. Uh, South Carolina team. Yeah, yeah. So, alrighty, good. We're in agreement there. Next up, you have the Sev Pro First Responder Bowl that is taking place in Dallas, Texas, at Gerald J. Ford Stadium. I think that's the Cotton Bowl. I think so too. I think it's the Cotton Bowl. Okay, let's go Let with that. Double check that, real. Go quick. ahead, double check that. While I tell the listeners that that game can be found on three thirty at three thirty p.m. on ABC. Again, all these games are still on the December twenty sixth. Teams participating are Louisiana taking. It on is not UT. the Cotton Bowl. It is SMU's oh. uh, stadium. It is on SMU's campus. All right, yeah. interesting. It's Louisiana taking on UTSA. Um, I, I Tyler, got this right here, right? You go first, but really, is there, uh, is there much of a... It's Louisiana. Come on, guys. Like, it's Louisiana. Um, I do want to shout out UTSA, though. Yeah. Big improvement from years prior. Big improvement from years prior. Yeah. So, big shout out to them. But Louisiana, Billy Napier, who still could be the Auburn coach. It's possible. They haven't moved. It's still possible. Haven't said anything. Auburn, don't hire Kevin Steele. Let him come to Florida. Don't hire... Yes, yes, let him come to Florida. Um... All right, cool. We're in agreement there. Next up, you have the Lending Tree Bowl. It is a 3.30 kickoff on ESPN, taking place in Mobile, Alabama. Every time the I teams... see Lending Tree Bowl, I feel like it's the Giving Tree book. I, I, Dude, my brain went the exact same place. I don't know you why. You are not alone. Get, like, okay. No, I'm not, not the only alone. person thinking about that. <laughs> no, you're not. Teams, teams participating are Western Kentucky and Georgia State. 3.30 kick on ESPN. Tyler, 
I go first. It's correct. All right, this is tough just because they're both bad. <laughs> I won't lie with you. I have not seen a single snap of either of these teams play football this year. I didn't see Western Kentucky this year, which is weird because they're in the Conference USA, and I watch Conference USA relatively, like, pretty frequently. And I think I saw a few snaps of Georgia State. I'm going to – you know what? Like, give me Georgia State. Yes, sir. I agree. Give me Georgia State. They beat Tennessee two years ago, and that's all I care about. That's all I need to know. Our Georgia our State Ge- Panthers. Our Georgia State Panthers. Give me to them. Yeah. All right. Listen, guys, we have some great analysis for some games. Some games, you know. It's we're not just, infallible. We don't watch every game. We're human. It is what it is. Like, we're human. We, we'll Tyler, be real with you guys. Like, Tyler, after a full week of games, right, Monday yeah. all the way to Saturday, we are taking a few days off. But we will reconvene with some good games Ooh. on Tuesday, December 29th. We start with a game that – was moved from Arizona to Orlando. The Cheez It Bowl, arguably perfect. I, th- <laughs> I think it, it makes perfect sense. The Cheez It Bowl, taking place the at Cheez-It Camping Ball. World Stadium. <laughs> taking place at Camping World Stadium. We pray five thirty. Cheez It Bowl. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. Tied. Uh, the game is at five thirty Eastern on ESPN, and the teams participating: the Oklahoma State Cowboys. And the University of Miami Hurricanes. This is what I am calling the Jimmy Johnson Bowl. (laughs) For those unaware, Jimmy Johnson coached (laughs) at Oklahoma State in the 80s before he went and he took the job at Miami. Um, Jimmy Johnson Bowl. Tyler, you have the first pick. Who do you have? This is tough because both of these teams are good, but they're in that that weird uh, spot of being a little underachieving Mm -hmm. for what they were expected. Um... Let's look at it. It's De'Aaron King's last game. Uh, well, I mean, he might come back next Potentially. year. Potentially. He, he could come back next year. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that would be – I think that would be smart for him. He has a chance to boost his draft stock next year. Um, right. Uh, last games that these uh, – Miami got smacked by UNC, 62-26. Uh, Oklahoma State smacked Baylor, 42-3. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Mike Gundy's usually really good in bowl games. Um, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. Um. Okay, I want to give you some information before you lock that in. Oh, okay. Chuba Hubbard's not playing. That's okay. Okay. All right. Just want to give you that. Uh, his, um, back, his backup is real good too. <laughs> his backup is real good, and I was making my decision with that in mind. I am also picking Oklahoma State ah. because I like Spencer Sanders, as we as has been noted. Um, and the Oklahoma State defense has been be relatively good. good this year, and again. The University of Miami is strictly De'Ara King and a bunch of other people. And I feel like losing this game and having them drop out of the top 25 in the final AP pool would kind of be the evidence that I needed. Because there's been so many people like, oh, we were ranked in the top 10 most of the year, this and that, whatever. But you got smacked by well, the like, two teams better than you in let, your conference. Let's look at their last, like, let's look at their last five games. So you have yes. the, the 6-2-26 against North Carolina. Yeah. Bad. Um, you beat Duke by 48 points, 48 to zero. Great performance. Tyler, you, Throw that out, you, me, Throw you that me out. and our friends from college could have beaten Duke. Seems like a bit of a stretch, but not entirely without like <laughs> possibility. Uh, then you have a one point win at Virginia Tech and then you have Pause. a three point win. Okay, go ahead. That Virginia Tech game was horrendous. I yeah. saw that game. Yeah, that All was not good. That was not good. Horrible. Then 
you have a uh, three-point win at NC State on a Friday night. And then, which which that NC State team ended up being better than a lot they, of the They're good, but three-point win on the road at Friday, on Friday night. And then you have a five-point win over Virginia. Yeah, that's at bad. At home. That's bad. This team has won games. They are not great. Yeah. They are the Derek like King show. I would like to point out they did battle COVID a lot. That is a humongous part of this. They battle COVID a lot. But that also just kind of ties to my point that all they had was the Eric King. And it's not their fault that they had a bunch of really good players out that before the season started. I think it's a testament to them being third in the ACC. Fourth in the ACC, sorry. I think that's a testament to their ability to ride De'Aaron King's coattails. So uh, yeah. I'm also going to go with Oklahoma State. I just I, – listen, De'Aaron King could single-handedly win this game and prove us wrong and say, oh, he actually could do it. But – I like the Oklahoma State defense. I think it's going to be the outside of Notre Dame and um, North Carolina. This is the toughest matchup for them this season. And I don't think one foot out the door in a COVID season bowl game that they maybe not have wanted. Maybe they wanted a better one. They're projected at the Orange Bowl for a long time. You know, yeah. yeah. Give me Oklahoma yeah. State. Yeah. Oh, All right. yeah. Miami that- doesn't want to be in this game. No, like no, Oklahoma State playing... embraces the cheese at bowl. Yes, that's what. Yes, I also need eight turnovers in this game. Oh, as per tradition. As per tradition, I need eight turnovers. As per in tradition. This game. Yes, yes, yes. Um. All right. The second game on the 29th, 9 p.m. kickoff on ESPN from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. It is the Valero Alamo Bowl, and it is Texas taking on Colorado in an old school Big Twelve matchup. Uh, Tyler. I have the first pick here. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going with Colorado. Really? I'm going with Colorado. I have liked what I have seen from them over the past few weeks. I know they had that loss to Utah in the snow to end their regular season. But you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me that Sam Ellinger and um, Tom Herman are going to be able to go in and take this game seriously? You, like, be honest. Be 100% honest. Okay. After well, all of the all coaching right, swirl all right. rumors, okay. all the rumors, all this and that. Are you kidding me? Okay. There's a rumor There's a rumor that Tom Herman was begging for the South Carolina job. Really? Yeah, there's a legit rumor by uh, a reporter in the Post and Courier out of Charleston, South Carolina, that Tom Herman was actually lobbying to take a South Carolina job. Huh. I, don't think, I don't think Herman's 100% mentally there. Especially the scene. And again... COVID season, weird year, no one's fault. Yeah. It's just a result. And this Colorado team in a first-year head coach, like you said, this is a program that has benefited from having a shorter season. They played well. I think they're on the right track. I think this is a game that gives them momentum to go into next season. I, I want. I like Colorado in this game. I actually, so I was I was, I was, was debating this as well because I, I like what Colorado's done this season. They've been fun. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. Yeah. Calderell has some things going. Again, the team. The entire Pac-12, all the good teams of the Pac-12 have benefited from the fa- from the shorter seasons, because mm-hmm. the Pac-12 historically screws around. Like, yeah. but I'm going to go with Texas. Okay. Not because I think they're good, but because history shows me Tom Herman wins bowl games. That's true. And he did. He beat a good part, Georgia team in the Sugar Bowl. Large part of that is motivation, and I can't yeah. take like he beat he beat a top ten Utah team last year. He beat Georgia the year before that. He beat Missouri the year before that. I think he can beat Colorado. I'll take Texas. Okay. And I hate myself for doing that, but I'm not going to let – I picked against Texas for a while now, and 
Listen, I, I just I think those other three bowl games that he won with the motivation, there weren't reports of him trying to yeah, get out of his job and go to a, an objectively worse job. That's a good point, and it's making me waver, but I'm going to stick with my pick. Understandable. I get it. I got you. Tyler, that's it for the 29th. Wednesday. I feel Wednesday. dirty, man. I feel dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday the 30th. We got a pretty decent day of football. We got a couple. All right, let me rephrase. We got a good. We got a good primetime game. We got a great primetime game. And then we got a couple of snoozers. Not so much the second one, but the first one. Uh, Tyler, this is the Duke's Mayo Bowl, and I would like to have a moment of silence for arguably the greatest bowl game. Um, it's the Belk Bowl. <sighs> this has replaced the Belk. One t- moment of silence for the pod, please. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, Tyler, I know you're, you're at least the same people still run the social media account. That is a gift from God. And it's what we needed. I want everyone to go and follow the Duke's Mayo Bowl Twitter account. You will not it regret the, it. It is an arguably top five follow in college football Twitter. Um, the Belk Bowl was hands down the best follow. Consistently and a good football game too. Like, consistently a good game, and this year, unfortunately, because of what it is, two they got a local name in Wake Forest taking yeah. on a traditional bigger name nationally in Wisconsin. It's a twelve o'clock kickoff on ESPN. It takes place in Charlotte at Bank of America Stadium. Um, this, this yeah, uh, you go first in this one, yes, yeah. Um, but traditionally, this game was like a primetime game. Traditionally, this. This game was like a big time early, late December game. It wasn't like a New Year's Day game, but it was like of all of the late December, early second tier bowl games. This was the one that we kind of circled on our calendar. Yeah, man, so, I'm gonna be the Belk Bowl will always but... live live on in our hearts. Yeah, but the Duke's Mayo Bowl has arrived. It's reincarnated. It's been reincarnated. Uh, it is. Tyler, Wake Forest or Wisconsin? Who you got? It's actually tricky for me because. Uh... Because they're both equally as disappointing. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, every every time, like again, you're you're evaluating like what you think these teams are, but like Wake Forest has played a full schedule, Wisconsin hasn't, and Wisconsin mm-hmm. looked great in one game, well, two games, um, with the the Michigan and Illinois wins, and have looked not right. great since. Right. But is Wake Forest the team that's going to make them pay for that? I don't know. I'm double checking mm-hmm. something. I'm going to take the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to take the Wisconsin Badgers. I think this is... They got a better defense. I, I agree. And I think this is a game where it's like, oh, this is the Zach Mertz that we saw at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Like, I mean, game. Wake Forest consistently scores 37-plus points a game, but they yep. give up 30. Yeah, exactly. Like, Exactly. So, so I'll take that. Next up, it's a 4 o'clock kickoff on ESPN from Nashville, Tennessee. It is the TransPerfect Music City Bowl. What is TransPerfect? I legitimately don't know. I'm TransPerfect. Like what, what is like, TransPerfect? TransPerfect, Tyler, is a language and technology solutions. Oh, there it's is a, a translation. <laughs> perfect translation. Yeah. It's a translation thing for companies around the world. Yeah. Tyler, there's an actual thing of how it's like, people also ask on Google, it says, is TransPerfect a legit company? (laughs) (laughs) Great opportunity for growth reviews are written by their marketing team. I would not even call I would not even call this company a company. It is a scam, and they are about two steps away from getting sued by a labor lawyer for their business practices. Think you will ever be able to take a holiday? Forget it if you take this job. Oh boy. 
All right. Well, they're sponsoring a college football game. They're sponsoring. It's between Iowa and Missouri, so checks out. Like checks out. Um, Tyler, I go first on this. Yeah, you do. Um. So at one point, Missouri was projected to be in the Outback Bowl, and I kind of got excited because I don't know why I've enjoyed watching Missouri this season. Yeah, they're they're fun. Iowa plays Iowa football, and I'm gonna go with Missouri because I enjoy watching their offense more iowa plays as stated iowa football mm-hmm. um so yeah i'll take uh, i'll take missouri uh, it's unfortunate by the way that we didn't get the cyhawk this year yeah it really is because it would have been a fantastic football game yeah that would have been a good one so um right. okay my turn um this isn't this isn't the outback bowl which means that kirk ferentz can win this game um <laughs> uh so i'm gonna take iowa I was typically, they're just so, it's weird because I wanted to make a referendum on Kirk Ferentz's time as the in bowl games and like, how's he doing bowl games? He's coached for so long. Literally <laughs> everything has happened to the man. Like, yeah, um, I'm going to take, uh, Iowa's been a little bit better this whole season. So I, I'm going to take Iowa over Missouri. I think Missouri's on their way. It's a good first year, but I think Iowa's a little bit further along. So I mean, obviously they've, Kirk Ferentz has been there for like 20 years. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. All right, Tyler, the next game up is our first of our New Year's Six games. And before we go into it, I want to put a disclaimer out. We will be having a New Year's Six and playoff uh, preview show coming out next week before this this game. Um, so we will go in-depth on our analysis on those games yeah. later on. And we'll pick these games, and we will right? reserve the right to change our picks beforehand. Like, Correct. But we Correct. Will do, we will, if we change our picks, we'll be doing it on air. So. Exactly. Um, so if you don't hear it on the airwaves, it doesn't count for us. Yeah. So with that being said, Tyler, it is a game extremely close to my heart. It's taking place at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas at Jerry World. It's an 8 o'clock kick on ESPN Wednesday, December 30th. It is the number 6 ranked Oklahoma Sooners taking on the number 7 ranked Florida Gators. Anyone who's listened to this podcast knows that I obviously am a Gator, but I also have an emotional attachment to someone with an emotional attachment to the Oklahoma Sooners, and I support them every chance that I get. I'm not going to go in-depth on the analysis right now, because as we said, we're going to have an episode dedicated to the New Year's Six Bulls. Uh, but you got to be crazy if you think that I'm not going to pick the Gators. Yeah, we you need, gotta be We damn. need you gotta be this victory. Damn. you got to be Asha Damma. Kyle Trask really ain't going out on a loss. It may not be the smart choice. But probably not. By God, is it the choice I'm going to I'm make? with you, buddy. I'm with you. Like, <laughs> we'll I'm go actually, in depth about I'm it. I'm actually technically supposed to go first here, but you're right. Like, we're both picking. I'm picking Florida. At the, we'll talk more about it in matchups, but like at the current moment, I think Florida wins this game. Yeah. I, I don't know if I think that, but my heart, I, but I'm picking Florida regardless. Uh, without, we'll without, no, without looking into it and getting myself to actually start thinking about it. On the surface level, I think Florida will win this game. <laughs> um, uh, I, I just may, know I may not think about that later, but right now I'm picking what, Florida. What's fun is that Diego and I will be together in South Florida for this game. So I know my dad and my stepmom and my sister Alexa is home as well. I know we'll all be watching this game as a family, and so it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be a fun time. Unless we lose, then it'll be miserable. Uh, it's gonna be really weird to see which sibling has the right to continue their life because <laughs> it's gonna be strange. It's gonna be a battle to the death. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Love you, Diego. You Love know, you know, so much. Interesting fact about this. Uh, Florida has never played in the Cotton Bowl before and has only oh. played Oklahoma one time else in their history. Can I tell you when? You can tell me when. 
Is it the 2006 national championship 2008 game? 2008 national championship. Oh, who was 06? 06 was Ohio State. Ohio right? State, yeah. 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 Yeah, Florida's, baby. Florida's undefeated against Oklahoma. And actually, I believe Florida's undefeated against Ohio State, too. So um, I believe so as well. I think in basketball as well, too. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, shots fired. The glory days of the mid-2000s. Um, let's move forward to New Year's Eve, Tyler. Thursday, December 31st. We got some fun games here. This is a good one. We got some fun games. Let's start with New Year's Eve, on baby. Last day of New Year's this, Eve. this terrible year. This horrendous year. Um, oh, my God. The last game of the year is going <laughs> to... Oh my god. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> We're not there yet. We gotta wait. Okay. <laughs> I gotta calm myself down. Okay, first game of the day, New Year's Eve, 12 Eastern, ESPN. It is the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, which we talked a lot about sponsorship names changing. This is one that has always been consistent. Lockheed yeah. Martin, the arms <laughs> dealer, has always sponsored the Armed Forces Bowl. Oh, if that is yeah. not military propaganda at its finest, I do not know what is. Uh, this game is being take is taking place in Fort Worth, Texas. It's a 12 kickoff on ESPN. It is Tulsa taking on Mississippi State. Uh, technically, I go first because we you were talking first, about yeah. the game. Um, so, all right. Mississippi State started off with a fantastic win at the time against LSU. Um, but then Mike Leach has had over like half of his program leave. Yeah. As, as Mike Leach does. Um, and this Tulsa team has played fantastic football all season long. We saw it in the American Conference Championship game yeah. against Cincinnati. Uh, I think it, I, I think I'm comfortable taking Tulsa. Um, it's going to be a fun game though because Tulsa yeah. has a pretty good defense, and if Mississippi State can kind of get it rolling, also there's an extended amount of time to prepare for the air raid. And Mississippi State has been down a lot of players lately. I know they've been playing tougher, but I think the better football team here is Tulsa, and I'm going to take them. I'll agree. It's worth it to know that Mississippi State has played a lot better lately now that they've gotten yes some players in the right spots and right. uh they, they bookended the seasons with great wins uh they, they destroyed missouri uh-huh. um i will also be taking tulsa because they're better yeah i agree so i agree yeah that's that's they're better right. <laughs> um, next game is a two o'clock kickoff on cbs sports network it's taking place in tucson arizona it is the arizona bowl and it is mac champion ball state taking on mountain west champion san jose state university tyler you got the first pick I've picked against San Jose State once before. I will not be doing that again. <laughs> I'm going to take the Spartans. I'm glad you learned your lesson. I am also taking the Spartans. Nice. Well done, Tyler. Next up, 4 o'clock kick on ESPN from the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, Tennessee. It is the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, and this is a fun matchup for those of us who just love the wild and crazy college football landscape. It's yep. West Virginia taking on Tennessee. I go first, Tyler. I would, Tyler. I want you to go back to a moment in time, earlier this season, when we were on this podcast recording, and we were having conversations about people taking Tennessee seriously when they were ranked in the top fifteen. And I said, "Why? Why do we do this to ourselves?" Here's the thing: Tennessee's not going to be able to do the typical Tennessee thing this year because they have lost their past few games. They beat Vanderbilt to end the year, but honestly, look at Vandy. Vandy had so, already fired their coach. Vandy had already their fired coach, their coach, Derek Mason, who won three straight games against them. Exactly. Um, so, with that being said, um, I don't think Tennessee's going to have that, oh, we ran the table in the back half against a weaker part of the conference momentum and then beating an Indiana team, you know, randomly. I like what's going on in Morgantown. I do, I too. I really do. I like I Neil really Brown. En- 
I really like Neil Brown. Neil Brown, he's building a program. He's got a couple of NFL-level players on the defensive front, on the defensive line. And I think, even though I like this Tennessee quarterback, I, I actually think he's 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 better he's than Guarantara. He's something. He's better than Guarantara, in my opinion. And I like the way that he's played. I'm still going to go West Virginia. I think they were built for this kind of COVID, New Year's Eve, gritty game yeah. that's going to happen. And even though Tennessee is technically the home team here, both by designation and playing in-state, in uh, give me West Virginia. I like Mountaineers. I will not be picking Tennessee because I'm not an <laughs> idiot. Um, that is my analysis. I also like like hashtag analysis. I like Neil Brown. I like what they're doing at West Virginia. I think that's good. And Tennessee is reeling. Yeah, they are. It's bad. Yeah. So I'm, I'm taking West Virginia. Like, alrighty, Tyler. The end final game of 2020. It's an 8 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. It is from NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas, home of Deshaun Watson and the Houston, Texas. Get Deshaun out of Houston. Um, Please. Arkansas is taking on TCU in the – Perfect. So in perfect. In the – Mer- Mer- Mercari, Texas Bowl. What is Mercari? I do, Again. You, you asked me, like, I'm going to know. Mercari. Like, Googling this bad boy. What is Mercari? This is podcast. The selling app. This is an old Oh, my gosh. Bowl. It's a selling app, dude. It's an app? It's an app. It's like an eBay. No, stop. You sell things on it. No, stop. I swear. The fast and easy way to buy or sell almost anything. This is Mercari. The fast and easy way to buy or sell almost anything. List your item in minutes. Got something you don't use, never use, or just outgrew? Sell it. That's just eBay. It's just a great value eBay. Is it even great value? (laughs) <laughs> I would argue eBay's great value. Like um, that's the whole point of eBay. Like Oh, you love to see I, it. I, I pick first in this. It's Arkansas versus TCU. Yes. Um This is a bit tough because like I like what Arkansas's done this season. I really love what their team. And TCU has been not that great the last couple seasons. However, Gary Patterson in bowl games. Gary Patterson that's in bowl games. You can count you can hang your hat on is Gary Patterson in bowl games, and I'm gonna take TCU. I understand that to close out 2020. This is let me just say this is the game that Alexa will be looking at me uh, either at her house or my house because we ain't going anywhere. Uh, we will be together for New Year's Eve. She'll be looking at me. And she'll be like, "Why are you watching this game?" And I'll be like, "No, no, no, no." But like Sam Pittman and like I really like the way this defense is coming along and like you gotta understand that he you know he was really they were really bad last year. They won a few games this year. Like that's a big improvement. Um, and for that reason, I'm gonna go with Arkansas because yeah, I yeah, I really yeah. do. I really do like what Sam Pittman's there's done. I think it would be you picked differently. There's stakes to this there's game. There's stakes. There's stakes. Now um, I gotta watch. <laughs> now, oh, just Alexa's gonna be like. Why I think it's gonna be a really we... fun game, though. I think it really. I is. hope it goes into overtime, and this also becomes the first game of twenty twenty one. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Could you imagine? That It'd be, be fantastic. So cool. That'd be awesome. Um. All right. I want cool. this to happen so bad now. So that is the end of twenty twenty. We are now at New Year's Day, Friday, January first, dude. This is like next week. All of these I games know. are just I, they, compressed. They, they creep up on you like this, because because it's because it was freaking December nineteenth when they played the SEC championship. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's insane, dude. All right, so first game of the year, and these are most of these are New Year's six, so we will we will not be super in depth on these. Exactly, exactly. First one is the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl. It's a noon kickoff on ESPN from Mercedes Benz in Atlanta. Tyler, I cannot wait to go to the stadium. You have talked wonders about it. You it love is the so cool. Yes, I cannot wait. We will we will be going to a game soon, hopefully. Yeah. Um, it is Cincinnati taking on Georgia eight versus nine. Um, I go first. Correct. 
you you gotta be kidding me if I'm picking Georgia. <laughs> no, give me Cincy. No. I, give it, you kidding yeah. me? I've talked all of this all this support. Cincy smack all year. I've talked all this support about how group of five teams need to be respected, this and that, whatever. And I talk so much smack about this Georgia team not being as good as people think they are. And you expect me to go against one of the best defenses in the country and one of the toughest coach teams with Luke Fickle at the helm? Get out of here, bro. Give me Cincy every day night. I will also be taking Cincy. You know, it's funny. Uh, it's the Peach Bowl with an uh, undefeated American Conference champion against an SEC school. It didn't oh. work out well for the SEC school last time. It did not. And granted, that has given me a headache ever since. <laughs> but I'm going to go home, with them again. Home of, the 20, home of the 2017 national champion UCF Knights. Just want to yeah, point that uh, out there. We'll be going with Cincinnati. We will be breaking that down more in depth on our absolutely, next episode. Absolutely. Gut pick Cincinnati. <laughs> Gut pick Cincinnati as well. Uh, at 1 o'clock on ABC from Camping World Stadium, we have the VRBO Citrus Bowl. Hold on. You're laughing. Are you laughing because of the teams or because of VRBO? No, no, the, the teams. Okay. Do you I know got my, VR... I, got, I got my last of VRBO last year out of the That's school. true. That's like, very true. Um... Which is it's also just a great value Airbnb. But yeah, yeah. um this game is Auburn and Northwestern. Oh boy. What is there to say? Um we, Auburn is not seeing Auburn post Gus Malzahn. Okay, but this is also Pat Fitzgerald. Who, that's by not the way, a good. Been, no, I'm not saying that's a good thing. That's just an interesting part of watching this game. Like, true, uh, very like, true. Like, I mean, it's probably going to look the exact same because they haven't got a new coach in. But correct, um, same players as well. It'll be interesting. It, it, okay, we had a similar spot with this two years ago with Auburn and Purdue. Yes, where Purdue was more motivated. They had looked better going in, but Auburn out talented them. Yes, difference. Auburn had Gus Malzahn <laughs> and a coach that was trying to save his job. That's gone now. Can I point? Can I point out another difference? Yeah, this Northwestern team is the Fighting Reese Davises. Correct, and and I don't that, and I don't mean that as a joke. I mean that as the mentality of this team, the yeah. effort of this team, the belief in themselves in this team. I really like this Northwestern team. Pat Fitzgerald is a good head coach. I'm he gonna is. take. I'm gonna take Northwestern. I am as well. I I don't think I've been caught in the trap of picking against Northwestern. I think once this year, um, and again Auburn, no coach. The program's in weird spot. Apparently, they were gonna hire um, what's his name, the defense coordinator. You just mentioned it. My brain's Kevin Steele. They were gonna hire Kevin Steele, but then like the fan base revolted and they, they kind of put a pause in it. So now they're looking at other options, and it's a mess down there. In Who, Auburn. Knows? Who, Who knows? Who knows? Man. It's Auburn. Who knows what they're gonna do? Who knows? Uh, that is that game. All right, then we got the national title, the national semifinals. We got Notre Dame and Alabama playing in the Rose Bowl. At 4 o'clock on ESPN, but the game will be taking place in Arlington, Texas, because Pasadena did not grant the Rose Bowl an exemption from no fans or family. And for the record, they weren't going to bring any fans, but they wanted player families in, which I understand. I understand that. So they dipped out and went out to Texas. Um, and the, you would say, but wouldn't Alabama, as a number one seed, get to pick where they want? And don't they want to be in the Sugar Bowl as closer to Bama? Well, there's only going to be about 4,000 fans allowed in the Sugar Bowl versus about 12 thousand fans in the rose bowl which is actually in jerry world bowl, which, which is in texas in jerry world which would be in texas exactly weird conversation texas but recruiting that's why texas rec- <laughs> i thought i thought it was jerry jones said all right you can use my stadium again but i got i want alabama notre dame for the ratings yeah that's what i want yeah uh bama notre dame um i go first give me bama on, we'll talk we'll, we'll talk in depth we'll talk more on. about this later gut pick alabama 
Bama, Bama. Good. Second semifinal, 8 o'clock Eastern on ESPN from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. It is the All-State Sugar Bowl. It is a college football playoff semifinal. It is Ohio State against Clemson. Tyler, gut pick, who you got? I think Ohio State will be up for this game. I think it'll be good, but I'm going to go Clemson. Same. Ohio State's going to make it a good game. It's a rematch of last year's Fiesta Bowl, which was also semifinal. Fantastic football game. Another edition of Justin Fields versus Trevor Lawrence. Can't wait to see it. Gut pick, Clemson. Um, we'll talk about it in depth on the next episode. All right, last day of bowl games. Saturday, my friend. Saturday, January 2nd. Our last big packed Saturday of college football. Um, it is the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl in your hometown of Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, It is a buddy. noon kickoff on ESPN. It is NC State taking on Kentucky. Um, I have the first pick. Give me NC State. I think they've played better football this season. And this is not a knock on Kentucky because, again, we really like Mark Stoops. But um, this NC State team has been playing really well this year. And I don't know. I just feel like gut, you know? I, I agree. NC State, I agree. NC State, Kentucky, Kentucky's been fine, but they're not as cohesive of a team as NC State. Correct, correct. Um, and also, they're replacing offensive coordinators. And NC State yes, is, so. yes, they are. Next up, Tyler, oh, the yeah. most, the most crucial bowl game with the For biggest no, stakes. This is the big one. The biggest stakes. It's the Outback Bowl, taking place in Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Twelve thirty kickoff on ABC. It is Ole Miss taking on Indiana. Ole Miss is representing the SEC, which means that if Ole Miss wins, everyone in the country gets a free blooming onion on Sunday, January third. But if I o if Indiana wins, they are representing the Big Twelve. If I if they win, everyone in the country will receive a free coconut shrimp from Outback on January third. So the question here is, Tyler, are you a coconut shrimp guy or are you a blooming onion guy? Look, I I love I love shrimp just as much as the next guy, but I mean. We are, this is a blooming onion. This is a blooming onion podcast. This this is a pro blooming onion podcast. Is, yeah. We're not we're not anti coconut shrimp. We Let are me just pro say, blooming onion. We are not anti coconut shrimp. We are simply pro blooming onion, which means we have to take Mississippi, right? Yeah, it's in our values. Even though even though Indiana is probably the better. Might fit. actually probably win this game, but uh, yeah. we're taking, I'm taking Ole Miss. I refuse to root Lane for... Kiffin in the Outback Bowl. So let me get this straight. The country is dependent on Lane Kiffin and Matt Corral to see if they get a Bloomin' Onion the next day. I couldn't ask for a better game. Is it me or is this not like written in the stars for Lane Kiffin? It it, it pretty much. Uh, what do we have to do to get him to wear the Bloomin' Onion costume? Just probably Petition. just tweet at him. Tom Allen wears the coconut shrimp costume while he's coaching. <laughs> and Lane Kiffin, while he's coaching, wears the blue and onion costume. Why hey, are we not typically doing this? <laughs> bigger bigger brain prediction. We change that for the rest of eternity. Coaches yes, have for to For every the game from now on. That'd be incredible. I would love, um, I love it. Alrighty. Uh technically you picked first on that one. And then our final I, I two. Pick, yeah, I picked we gotta pick Ole Miss for the We gotta yeah, big Ole Miss, obviously. Um, then you got four o'clock Eastern ESPN from State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. It is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. It will always be the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl in my heart. Uh, I agree. Um, it is Oregon taking on Iowa State. Uh, I pick first, buddy. Yeah, you pick first in this one because let I me just point this out: game. the number twenty-five ranked Oregon Ducks. Three, what are they, four and two? Three and four two? Four and two with a Pac-12 four championship. With a Pac-12 championship are playing in a New Year's Six Bowl against a team that had arguably their greatest season in program history. <laughs> um, and all that being said, 
we know how we feel about uh about the Pac-12 on this podcast. I'm going to go with Oregon for that reason. I know you're going with your boys. Boy, out hey, names. Hey, it's all come down to this. It really has. It all, it, it, if Matt Campbell were to take another job, I think he would still coach this game. Agreed. He's that he, kind of guy. These are his boys. Five-star culture. Five-star yep. culture versus five-star players. I'll take the five-star culture. Give me Iowa State. Look at this. All eyes on this game, Tyler. Yes, sir. And then, finally, the last game, the Capital One Orange Bowl, Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, a stadium I love to death. Uh, it is the number five-ranked Texas A&M Aggies going up against Mac Brown, Sam Howell, and the University of North Carolina Tar Heels, 8 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. Uh, Tyler, who you got? You go first. Okay. This is this is big. This is a big game. This is a great matchup. Mac Brown's playing Texas A&M again. Um, uh, underrated storyline. Underrated storyline right there. It's not going to get talked about a lot. Kellen Mond, not typically very good in bowl games. No. Um, I Kellen Mond, not typically very good, but that's for another conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but he does typically struggle in bowl games. Um, yes. I got to go to North Carolina here. I got to yeah, go with baby. Sam Howell. This yeah, is the, baby. This is the start of Sam Howell's Heisman campaign for next year. It's going to be great because UNC's coming off of demolishing Miami in Hard Rock Stadium, and they're going to end the season not demolishing AM, but definitely beating Jimbo Fisher, in my opinion, uh, at Hard Rock Stadium. It's going to be great. It, I would love a, a New Year's Six Bowl victory for this North Carolina team. Huge. After the recruiting that they've been putting in the past couple of years, with Sam Howell in there. This puts Sam Howell in the Heisman conversation for yeah. next season. Well, uh, it's gonna be and, fun. And one thing we don't talk about a lot with North Carolina because it's all the same. How and, the, and rightfully so, he's amazing. Right. They can run the ball. Yes. This is a yes, balanced they attack. They have two Texan, really Texan good running backs. Texas can sure as hell run the ball, and they've got a good defense. Mm-hmm. Texas A and M some days can pass the ball. Right. Exactly. And some days they can't, but it doesn't matter because they don't need to. Like um, right. 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 But I know North Carolina can run and pass, and I think I'm gonna I, yeah take North Carolina for that reason. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, so that's it for the Bulls, Tyler. There's only one game Let's left go. after. That's the national championship game. That's on Monday, January 11th. Trust me, we'll talk about that. Look. We'll talk about that at a later date. Um, Tyler, just fantastic. Thanks for doing the Bulls extravaganza. It's that yes, time sir. of year. We'll it all starts. We'll for our Capital One Bowl Mania soon. We will. It's in the show notes. We'll be tweeting it out. Tyler, I think it is customary. It is right to end the episode with our first segment ever tweets that we have shared tyler i want to know what's your favorite tweet that i sent you this week hmm let's see there's a lot going on here i mean florida lost uh florida was in the sec championship so we've been talking a lot like a lot of, yes. a lot of that stuff but it's i'm gonna actually go with that because you know what because i can we are gonna go with um we're gonna go with the tweet you most recently sent me from richard johnson uh-huh. about uh because i'm still super excited about it um, it's a, it's on the subject of the Jets winning a game and Jaguars even a raw pick. It's Richard Johnson, uh, Gator Great, streaming Duval with four different pictures of Trevor Lawrence in a Jaguars jersey edits, and I inject it into me, physically, <laughs> into my body. Because I need this. We talked about it last episode. I need this so bad. <laughs> if Trevor Lawrence doesn't work out, Whatever, fine. I, you know what? That's the price I pay. Tyler, I don't even think that's even possible. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, I. Oh my. Oh, 
Now we need to hire a coach. We need we need to get a GM and whatever. But like, uh, Jacksonville's the number one pick, and didn't have to go zero and sixteen to get it. <laughs> Incredible. Didn't have to. Incredible. Didn't have to be one of the all time worst teams ever to get it because no one remembers one in fifteen teams. Like they really don't. Like, well, the Dolphins have one, but it's only I only remember it because it's my team. You remember your one in fifteen teams, right? Right. But like we all remember that zero and sixteen Browns team, and we all remember yes. that zero and sixteen Lions team because they're yep. historic. Yeah. And we got to win, avoided that, and still might get the number one overall pick. Ascend, I'm ascending to heaven as we speak. God is good. God is good. Tanking Listen, works. Hashtag, hashtag my, tanking works. Hashtag tanking works. My tweet is one that you sent me just a few minutes ago. It is by Nicole Auerbach along similar lines. Who, by the way, Nicole Auerbach has said some of the best college football reporting this season. Done a fantastic job on The Athletic. Highly recommend you read it. Uh, She tweeted, my brother, a diehard Jets fan, just called and goes, this is the worst thing that has ever happened to me in my life. And as a Dolphins fan, if that is not music to my ears, (laughs) I don't know what is. Just beautiful. Chef's kiss. Oh, tipping your waiter extra i'm just i'm so happy i'm so happy i'm so happy now this was the best thing that ever happened to you like hold on yes you're right but hold on i want to understand i want to put the emphasis here all right we got to keep the faith we have to continue the tank it is not over just because you slipped into pole position today you need to lose two more football games my friend yeah not only for yourself and your organization but for me and my organization to prevent There's a Trevor lot of Lawrence, take right here. <laughs> I am perfectly fine with him being in my conference because I understand to be the best. Because you're not going to beat the best. It's a 50-50. Like, you're not going to avoid it. And if you want to do it at Super Bowl, you probably have to play him anyway. Like, I do not want to play this man twice a year for the rest, for the next 20 years, okay? For the next 15, 18 years, all right? I do not want that. I went through that with Tom Brady. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And I might have to go with it with Josh Allen because I might have to eat crow. We both might have to because we both were not. We don't have to. No one's making us do this on our own podcast. No one's making, eh, whatever. We're not doing it. Oh, so that was tweets we've shared all about the Jags uh, pole position in the draft. Tyler, uh, that's I'm it doing for the my best. I'm, I'm doing my best. You're I doing enough. your best. And you see, this is this is the moment where I, I laugh at all my friends who are like, oh, well, the Jet, after the Raiders game, it's like, well, we should just win our, just try and win our games. We're locked into the two spot anyway. And I'm like, no, no you're what not. If they, because what if they win a game? Exactly. And I am vindicated. And you kept the faith because why? Because hashtag tanking works. Hashtag tanking works. Uh, Tyler, I think that's it for this episode. Um, we'll be back next week. We're going to preview all of the group of six games, of the group of six, the uh, New, New Year's, Year's New Year's six games, exactly. May give a little bit of an opinion on the games that have happened, some standout games. Um, but again, Bowl Mania, you can find that link in the show notes below. You can also find it on our Twitter account. It will be pinned to the top of our profile. Uh, so, oops, excuse me. So you can go ahead and find that there. Um, and yeah, without further ado, Tyler, this has been another episode of Sideline Judgment. My name is Sergio. My name is Tyler. And we are not biased, but we did not forget Kyle Trask for Heisman. Kyle Trask for Heisman. <laughs>